Hello and welcome to episode 2 of Filter Watch, Small Media's monthly podcast on Iranian internet policy. I'm Kyle Bowen. On today's show, we'll take a look at Iran's recently announced ICT budget. We'll break down Rouhani's spending priorities and discuss what they might mean for the future of infrastructure development, the national internet, domestic app developers, and more. But first, headlines. ICT Minister Mahmoud Vaezi announced that intelligent filtering will be applied on Instagram and Telegram. It's not clear how the ministry plans to implement this method of filtering. The ICT ministry has implemented intelligent filtering on Instagram before, but the technique completely collapsed when Instagram rolled out SSL encryption on its service. Iran and China signed a partnership agreement for cooperation in the ICT sector. Previously, Iran announced that China will help with the development of Shoma. In the early years of Obama's presidency, the US devised a plan to launch cyber attacks against Iran in case the nuclear talks failed. According to the New York Times, the plan, codenamed NitroZeus, was devised to disable Iran's air defenses, communication systems, and crucial parts of its power grid. The Times goes on to note that the plan has been shelved for the foreseeable future due to the successful implementation of the nuclear agreement. NitroZeus was uncovered during the research process for the film Zero Days, a new documentary about tensions between the US and Iran in the lead up to the nuclear deal. And that's it for news. Next up, we'll talk about Iran's ICT budget for the upcoming fiscal year. To discuss these topics, I'm joined by my colleague Amin Sabati. Okay, so I should say at the beginning that we're only going to have time to cover a few of the details from the recent budget uh, that we find most interesting. Um, If you'd like to see a more detailed discussion of the ICT budget, you can check out our most recent uh, IIP report. So one of the things we found really interesting was that the ICT budget has more than doubled since last year from $1.19 billion to $2.46 billion, and yet there have been sizable cuts to a couple key programs. First, the ministry appears to have abandoned a fiber optic development program aimed at turning Iran into a regional bandwidth hub. And second, the budget for investment in domestic startups, which was $39 million last year, has been completely eliminated. So, I mean, first of all, where's all that money going? These cuts seem a bit surprising because Rouhani and Vaisi have repeatedly stressed their commitment to infrastructure development and domestic tech companies. But if the ministry is cutting funds for these programs, what is it investing in instead? Majority of the budget, is, it goes to service development such as e-government and also digitized uh, property and land registration. Okay, so that takes up a considerable amount of the budget then, uh, yes. e-government. Um, okay, and so... For the second point, why do you think there was such a dramatic drop in startup spending? Do you think the government assumes maybe that with the lifting of sanctions, Western companies might come and pick up the slack? I think so. The government the government, and also the ICT ministry, they count on lifting the sanction. Also, they are optimistic regarding foreign investors to come to the country and invest in startups. But that seems pretty optimistic to cut $39 million. It's quite a big cut. Do you think that's a, a good idea on their part? Yes, they cut, but the ICT ministry, they, they introduced a new line of budget regarding computer games, which they are going to develop computer games. Okay, so less funding for startups, more funding for computer yes. games. Okay, so moving on to the uh, second point in this budget we'd like to talk about, and that is Shomar, Iran's national internet. 
Um, so in this budget, it was uh, mentioned that Shoma was supposed to have been finished by March 2016, but it seems like they've kicked the can down the road and extended the deadline uh, four years to March 2020. Now, we've heard some concerns in the Western media about how the development of a national internet might lead to Iranians being cut off from the global internet, or at least make it easier for the government to throttle connection speeds during politically sensitive periods like elections. But there's also been repeated criticism of the government from hardliners over delays to the implementation of Shoma. So is this delay, this four-year delay um, to the deadline for completing Shoma, a sign that None of the effects of this of this program will be felt for quite some time. As far as I know, Shomor National Information Network is the is the longest ICT project in the country. I think it's it's been in development phase since two thousand two or three. But regarding your question, I think there isn't any big difference for Iranian user at the end of the day because part of the Shoma is already launched. And you can, for instance, you can see some Iranian website, you can load them very, very fast because they are using the, the internal network or national internet. So it, it will speed up connections for certain approved websites, but for other ones, they might have a slower time. So it, it enables the government to keep that critical infrastructure um, online if they did want to throttle connections during elections. Do you think that concern is reasonable? Yes, that concern is reasonable. Shoma actually gets the power to the government that which uh, they can cut off the internet whenever they want. For instance, in critical situations such as uprising in 2009, they can cut off the internet without any problem, without having any impact on Iran's infrastructure, such as banking system, I don't know, communication system, that kind of stuff. Uh, but you think that would only be an issue in the short term? In the short term, yeah, not permanently. And given that they, again, given that they have this deadline, it seems like it's not going to be an issue anytime soon anyway. No, and also I think we will see in the next four years or in 2020, they will extend it more for probably for four more years. So the deadline is just going to keep going back? Yes. Okay, so moving on to the last issue we'd like to talk about, um, and that is a decline in revenue from SMS messages. So the ICT ministry announced in this budget a massive drop in revenue from SMS messages in the current fiscal year, which was just 8% of what they predicted they would receive. And it seems likely that um, part of the reason for this drop has to do with the popularity in messaging apps like Viber, Telegram, and WhatsApp. So if this is true, if those apps have taken some revenue away from um, mobile companies in Iran, is there an economic incentive to try and filter the uh, apps like Viber, Telegram, and WhatsApp? It can be the case, although Vaizi has uh, announced many times which his ministry and also Iran in general, the Iranian authority, they are not keen to block any kind of uh, communication mobile apps such as Viber, WhatsApp or Telegram. Um, so what about uh, surveillance? Presumably it's much easier for the government to monitor um, Iranian text messages compared to um, messages on an app like, say, WhatsApp, which uses end-to-end -end encryption. Do you think that factors into their calculation at all? Definitely. So there is a, this factor is, is there in their calculation because uh, the best example is to say Telegram, which Iranian authority, they have asked Telegram to move 
their servers inside the country and also I think a year ago they also they said okay we they are happy to have Google server inside the country yeah and in the case of telegram they asked for um, telegram to install spyware yes. to monitor running exactly um, okay thanks I mean thank you for our last segment, we'll look at a few interesting statements from Iranian politicians and ICT policymakers. Supreme Council of Cyberspace member Hojat al-Islam Saeed Reza Amali said that 67% of Iranians are using internet circumvention tools. The Secretary of Iran's Filtering Committee, Abdul Samad Khoramabadi, announced that members of the committee voted against imposing a block on Telegram. Guardian Council member Nejatullah Ebrahimian announced that e-voting will not go ahead in the upcoming parliamentary and assembly of experts elections due to a lack of legal framework and technical infrastructure. The government already spent $5 million trying to get the e-voting system ready in time for the upcoming elections. And that does it for this episode of Filter Watch. On our next show, we'll discuss intellectual property in Iran. The end of UN sanctions have a number of foreign tech companies interested in entering the Iranian market. But are Iran's IP laws robust enough to keep investors happy? You can download that episode on iTunes or SoundCloud. We hope you'll check it out. In the meantime, visit us on Twitter at small underscore media or see our work at smallmedia.org.uk. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.